We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Mixed martial arts and boxing fans, it's time for Fighters Fury Inside the Heart of a Champion with your hosts, Brendan Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns. It's time for Fighters Fury on AM790 The Ticket. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome on in. Fighters Fury here on 790 The Ticket. Happy to be back in our studios this week as this has been a week of recovery for me from Vegas. I'm not going to lie. I thought I. I always thought that old uh, jet lag thing was BS, just thing people who travel say. Uh, but I was feeling it this week. A lot of it I blame on Leroy Horde, who uh, who got tremendously sick while in Vegas, and I spent a lot of time with him. So I feel like I just caught it from him. But this has not been an easy one to uh, to recover from. Put on top of it yesterday, where I was I was sweating out the poison because my AC broke. So I was spending all of yesterday just waiting for the air conditioner repairman to come into uh, into the home. And just sweating out watching some football in a hot box. Um, so this is this has been a this has been a brutal week on the on the old body. But um, yesterday we had a, we had some some UFC round. I'm on Fight Pass. Uh, only caught the the main event. Volkov getting the win over Struve. So we got that. Maybe a little new blood infused into the heavyweight division. But we are coming up on a uh, a pay per view week for the UFC. We got UFC 215 coming up. This will be in Edmonton. Two titles on the line. You got Mighty Mouse Johnson, who's fighting Ray Borg. He's going for a record 11th title defense, which would break Anderson Silva's record. A record, well, technically it's a record that he shares with Anderson Silva now. Both of them have 10. If Mighty Mouse does this, this will be the the record. And this this was not a uh, it's not a fight that wasn't without its drama to make. You know, we we talked about this when it was going on. How Mighty Mouse was seemingly getting strong-armed into fighting T.J. Dillashaw by Dana White. If you guys remember, Dana wanted to find T.J. another fight because the Cody Garbrand fight fell through. Now, those guys are fighting now in November uh, at the Madison Square Garden card, which is going to be an awesome card. I can't wait for that, UFC 217. But in the meantime, you know Dana wanted to find T.J. a replacement fight and wanted him to fight Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson for the 125 belt. He was very strong on it. He was he was like, ah, oh, this is finally a finally a marketable fight we can we can get for Mighty Mouse Johnson and put some buzz on that belt. And and Mighty Mouse would refuse. He, he didn't want to fight T.J. Dillashaw for fear that he wasn't going to make weight, and then the then the title defense wouldn't count. And then what if he loses? And then. You know, what if TJ wins? Is he going to stick around and defend the belt? It's a, it's a weight class he's never been to before. You know, Dana's threatening no more flyweight division. We're going to take it away and all very just extreme things. And eventually just kind of uh, went by the wayside. And Mighty Mouse is fighting Ray Borg for the 125 title and, and trying to break that record. So very strange uh, you know for for what led to this it was it was it seemed like very high drama for the flyweight division maybe it was the end of the flyweight division and then all of a sudden 
we are uh, we're we're back to uh, a place of normalcy. It seems like for Demetrius Johnson and and him fighting the young twenty four year old in Ray Borg. And you know the way Mighty Mouse expressed it was he originally I think wanted to fight Sergio Pettis, um, who was on a bit of a surge himself, and you know that that got that got put down. They weren't ready for for Sergio to get the shot, so then it went to. Uh, fight Ray Borg. He wanted to fight Ray Borg, and and then the whole TJ thing kind of came about. So it's been an interesting week for Mighty Mouse, or week and a half for Mighty Mouse, because you have this whole debate. Where where does Mighty Mouse stand as far as the best fighters of all time is concerned with the UFC? And the fact that if you were to break Anderson Silva's record, if you were to get to 11 title defenses, if he were to have that distinguishing mark next to him. And then you have interesting conversations with regard to um, what is perceived as he has a clean record, he is a clean fighter, and I think the guys you would argue that are up there with him, John Jones, Anderson Silva, even George St. Pierre, um, I think have all had some question marks around them. And... You know, where where does that play for a lot of people? I will, I will say this. You know, it was interesting. When, when we were in Vegas, we got a little chance to speak with Mighty Mouse in person. He was able to stop by uh, Leroy and I's show for a little bit while on Radio Row. And a uh, bit of a newfound respect for him, especially the mind that he has uh, for fighting. It was, it was interesting. You know, he had a lot of interesting thoughts on the Conor Floyd dynamic, how Conor could win. Um and I think the thing that actually blew me away more than anything was his knowledge of Floyd. Um, you know, he was up there after the after the interview. You know, he was spending some time with us, uh, shadow boxing a little bit, showing us what makes Floyd so dynamic, what makes him such a tough opponent. You know, so you can tell there's just such a great mind for fighting there. And if he does get this win, it's it's probably not going to be highly regarded because a lot of Mighty Mouse's fights aren't big blockbuster fights. But even still, this is a uh, this is a cool mark for him if he's able to do it against Ray Borg, and if he if he puts this one in the record books for himself, uh, that is a, that is a nice notch for him to be. I think one of the best of all time. I don't know if he's ever going to get the credit that he's going to be the best of all time, just because of his division. You know, he kind of introduced the division. It was a is a fresh a fresh uh, a fresh weight class in 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 his mind, and so. I don't know if he'll ever quite get the uh, the credit of a John Jones or anybody like that, but it is uh, it, it is an interesting thing to watch. Now, in the other in the other fight we got for this, we got Amanda Nunes. She's going to be taking on Valentina Shevchenko. And what's interesting about this fight is we were supposed to get it a few weeks ago, uh, International Fight Week, UFC 213, and weigh-ins were all set. These ladies were good to go. Amanda was getting ready to defend her title again, and then all of a sudden, uh, no dice. It was uh, she said there was something wrong with her sinuses, and because of that, she was uh, she was not willing to participate in the fight, and we never got it. So now these guys are going to match off uh, this upcoming week, and this is interesting. You know, th- there's a couple of things that you have to be worried about if you're uh, a fan of Amanda Nunes, and I think. One of them being 
you know, if you watch the previous matchup between these two, Omeda did win the fight, in my opinion, uh, but you do have to be worried a little bit about her stamina because of how Shevchenko was coming on. You also feel like Shevchenko is riding a bit of a high right now, so there is that to be worried about if you are a fan of Nunes. And then that dreaded weight cut is a problem. You know, this is something where she said she not only had it against Shevchenko this past time, but said that she had it when she fought Ronda Rousey. So if that is the case, and you not only have to be worried about the fact that, all right, she's got a tough matchup on her hand, she's got a Shevchenko who's pissed because her opportunity to get this fight was delayed, but not only that, she is dealing with issues while weight cutting, and that stuff doesn't typically get better. You know, the, the more times that you drain your body and these things keep happening, if it's a chronic concern, I don't know how you could feel great that it's going to be all the more improved. Now, will she make a bigger effort to fight through it, to to battle through it because of the ramifications from last time? Yeah, maybe. Um, but just the fact that you know those things are hanging over you, you have a dangerous opponent, an opponent where you fought her very close the last time, um, you know, and the talk that she was scared to fight her, I don't think that's true. Uh, but, I, but I do think that she knows how good Shevchenko is. And because of that, she didn't want to fight her at anything less than 100%. So those are things that you got to be wary of with this uh, with this upcoming matchup for UFC 215 this upcoming week. So it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting, it's an interesting couple of dynamics with these championship fights. Mighty Mouse going for the belt. A uh, fight that maybe wasn't going to happen. Dana was talking about shutting down the division. And uh, Amanda Nunes, who had some weigh-in issues, some health issues, and now is finally going to have this fight happen. So because of those because of those dynamics, um, I think both champions with a little bit of a, a chip on their shoulder, both with a little bit to prove. We'll get to picks a little bit later on in the fight, uh, in the show rather. Um, but but an interesting dynamic for both of the uh, before, for both of the champs coming into this one, that's for sure. So, and and maybe not going to be the biggest blockbuster pay per view coming up next week, but still uh, some fun, interesting stuff happening with the uh, with the two championship fights. That's for sure. Good morning, Seema. Good morning, Tommy Guns. How are you guys? What up? How are you? I'm good. And you? I'm very good. It's good to see you guys. That's for sure. It's great to see you. Welcome back. Thank you. Living the dream. Yeah, it was what crazy. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in Vegas is it gets taken over by Irish people. That's what happens. And zombies. And zombies, yes. And and just, I mean, I actually saw some Irish people I thought were zombies because of how... They might have been. Just just busted up they were. I mean, they were shut down cyborg style, just like... Mm. You ever been there on New Year's Eve? No. Never. What? New Year's Day is like zombie land. Is it? It's yes. like Walking Dead? Yes. That's like crazy. you you walk through the streets and you see people just like sleeping in the bushes. What did you? Uh, you don't know if they're alive. What did you guys make of the fight? We haven't gotten uh, to to talk about it yet. Yeah. What did you guys make of Connor's performance? I gave I gave you guys picks out uh, the week before we we headed out. Thanks a lot. I think you, you had made it public. Yeah. Well, come on. I, I thought it was interesting. You had uh, you had Connor TKO four, um, and Tommy Guns. You had Connor by decision. I think it was. I had Floyd by decision, but I thought Connor was going to put him down. I thought at one point he was going to get him. I thought it was going to be a fun fight. Um, just my biggest my biggest question of it was uh, I think exactly what showed Strategy. up was no, it was cardio. I think that's that's clearly a thing with Connor now. Is is you, 
I mean, I got you know, I watched the fight a couple times because I watched it the live. You definitely have a different experience watching it live. That's true. We were, I mean, the, the whole building was really into it, and you're like, whoa, I can't believe what's coming on. And then you watch it again, you're like, ah, all right. I kind of see what's coming. But even still, I didn't feel like this this great um, put on by Floyd damage-wise. I, I felt more of it was, you know, Connor's cardio was certainly a question. It was a stressful situation, how he – you could tell it was almost conscious in his head the whole time. There wasn't that whole bum rush mentality on him. And I don't know. That's, uh, that's, 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 I, I go back and watch it and say, man, I think if he was, uh, I think if he was a little bit more seasoned, maybe he would have had more success. But, um, I think, I think the gas tank was the biggest factor in all of it more than either, even either, uh, either Spider's skill set was. I, I would agree. I thought Connor's skills were actually greater than I had anticipated with the, his movement and the way that he was countering. He what? was he was gassed really. I mean, a lot of people are saying he's gassed by the sixth round. I thought he was gassed by the fourth round. Yeah, there's a really interesting. I, I remember watching and seeing him and thinking the fifth round, and it was like two thirty into the round or two minutes. It was like two minutes thirty seconds left in the round, and you could already see him look up at the clock. Up. I'm like, yeah. oh, is this over yet? That's not good. What did you make of it, Tommy Guns? I thought it was completely rigged, all set up. I think it's reality, what? absolutely. You thought it was a hoax? I still think it's a hoax. What? Yes. Really? I do. Conspiracy do tell. Theory. It was just too planned out. Mm. Lloyd didn't come in the beginning. It seemed jokey, jokey, and mm. it just did not seem real at all. How about this? Connor does not do, he doesn't. Connor's a, a forceful fighter. He comes and he brings it in. It just seemed like I'll dance first and you dance second. Really? Yep. I believe See, it. See, now you got to watch it How again. How about that? Now you got to watch it again with that in mind. Oh, that is interesting. I was not expecting that timing. What, what was the tip-off? What was the tip-off that you thought it was a, a fixed fight? Um, Floyd. And his lack of engagement, and yeah, they talked about it being a strategy. We knew that he's a MMA fighter. He's going to come out, and he's going to go, 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 and right. and blow his enthusiasm mm -hmm. and in the beginning, and then he would come in. I know Seema would have totally delivered that in a <laughs> different way. <laughs> he's looking for the alley. I know he's like ready to go in, but <laughs> I just think that the way that. When Connor, they made the exchange. It, to me, it just seemed obvious. Like, okay, now it's your turn. It just did not seem real to me. I didn't enjoy it. I'm so glad that I piggybacked off somebody else to yeah. watch it. I'm glad I That's didn't pay move. for it. And I, I would take the same position again. I would not buy that fight again. It was just, it was just too. To reality TV-ish. If you were going to script it, it would go just like that. Just like that. Hmm. Absolutely. And it's the setup for a potential rematch, although Floyd says, I'm done. I'm not doing it any can uh, anymore. And he said that before. But money talks. Money does talk. I thought it was interesting this week. Did you guys see Connor's Instagram post about the fight? It was like a long statement. Yes. And then in the midst of that, he says, uh, Floyd, he's got some good skills that could transfer over to MMA. And I was like, oh. Oh, here we go. Let's go. I w eh. mm. Anyways. So not, not pleased. No, not at all. It no. was what I expected. I really did. I expected more from Connor. I have to say that. Really? I did. Interesting. Yes, I did. Interesting. What, did you see? what do you think, Seema? Did he do as, as well as you thought uh, or better than you thought or, or could have done a lot better? 
No, I didn't. I don't think he did as well as I thought because I had hoped for the the fourth round right KO. I didn't think he. I didn't think that he threw enough punches. He threw too many punches if he was going to go the distance. Mm-hmm. He didn't throw enough punches if he was trying to finish it in four. Yeah, I thought the thing that that stood out to me from him was you could tell he wasn't going to go for broke. Um, there, there Which I thought was a mistake. There weren't these. Uh, there weren't these just wailing shots. But, but then again, that's not. That's not. That's not really who he is. But I did think that he had to. He had to pour it on a little bit, like he did against Nate. Like he that, couldn't. He couldn't be who he is and beat Floyd because he's more of a calculated striker in MMA. Mm-hmm. He could not be a calculated striker, a precision striker, as he talks about, and beat Floyd Mayweather. Can't do that. You have to go in and change it up. He had to be somebody who he wasn't to another degree in order to confuse Floyd or overwhelm Floyd for the first two, three, four rounds. He was not going to win a boxing match. There was no no chance, and I never thought that they would take that approach. I thought that he would come in and he would hit him everywhere he could. He he went for the head. Yeah, it, but here's the thing that's that's that was tough about that too, and, you know, I think maybe this will go to Tommy Gunn's theory a little bit, but I thought Robert, I, th- I thought the ref did do a good job. I thought he did do a good job. But Floyd, if there were any points where Floyd thought he was going to be in danger, I mean, he was he was turning his back, he was not engaging, and he was shutting down any any kind of momentum Connor was going to have. And if anybody, if anybody else, if someone had turned their their back to Floyd, the fight would have been stopped as many times as he turned his back. The ref supposed when you turn your back and you become a defenseless fighter, the fight is stopped. We've seen it time and time again. If I was Connor, I probably would have taken a shot at that liver. <laughs> Maybe, but you know what? That's that's the thing is I thought he. But I thought he was afraid to take those shots. Well, they. I mean, he gave him the whole rundown beforehand, and you were just like, "Have you ah. seen the meme?" Oh yeah, it's so funny. The the uh, the dubbed over ref. Yes, it's so funny. It's classic. I work for Floyd. I don't work for you. Bleep you. If you hit Floyd, it's illegal. If Floyd hits you low, that's cool. It's awesome. You guys check it out on Instagram. Look at the the fake rough re- uh, ref rundown. We'll be back right after this. It's Fighters Fury on AM790, The Ticket. Fighters Fury here on 790 The Ticket. Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns back together in studio. And it feels good. It feels good. So good. Very, very exciting. Talking more about the, the money fight now that we're all together, getting a chance to talk to it. We'll get into UFC 215, too. We'll do some fight picks later on in the show. But what do you guys think is next for Connor? Since Floyd is, uh, if, if not the rematch, uh, let's assume that Floyd does stay <laughs> retired. Um do we see Connor next in an octagon, or do we see him box again, fight maybe Pauli Malignaggi, or if he doesn't make the Nate fight happen, uh, if it's not Nate trilogy, does he actually fight uh, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee, whoever wins the interim title in a couple months? What do you what do you see next for uh, for Connor? When's the next time we see him fight, or who will it be against? I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see him in the UFC ever again. Not ever, but. You'll see him in some other fighting escapade, whether it be in WWE with John Jones or 
uh, a boxing ring again. We have to think of it practically. If you just got a paycheck, which seems like it's going to be well over a hundred million, because I believe they're speculating it was six point five million buys. They said, uh, "Yeah, that's been debated as far as the domestic, like uh, the." Apparently, what happened was Dana was uh, overheard on Uriah Faber's Snapchat saying six point five, and then Uriah's like six point five million. But I think that's maybe the worldwide number. But they are saying that it, it seems like it's going to, if not be as many as Pacquiao Mayweather, it's going to be very, very close. So let's say let's let's say it's four point four point seven, four point six, four point seven, just in the area of Manny Pacquiao. Floyd Mayweather, he's still probably going to make a hundred million dollars. Yeah, he's going to make a hundred million, and Floyd's going to make probably three fifty. Mm-hmm. So, you just got a check for dancing around the ring. Yes, playing, you know, patty cake, patty cake, basically. Yeah, you took some shots, but you don't take the damage like you take in MMA. Right, and you got a hundred million dollar paycheck. Mm-hmm. You gonna go back and take three? No. Okay. No. That's my point. Is Dana going to give him 20? I think he has to. I don't think he gives him 20. He has to. I, kn- I know he has to based on, you know, Conor McGregor's, I think his Instagram followers during the course of this press tour went from what what was he after the, after his, his last fight against Eddie Alvarez or wherever he won the last title? It, I think his Instagram followers were like 3 million. Okay. On fight day, his Instagram followers were... 18 over 18 million wow the power that he has generated through this this fight promotion he's a monster and what's come about of it now i don't i know he probably from an eyes perspective and attention that he's going to generate in the ufc he probably deserves anywhere from 10 to 20 million guaranteed right is dana going to be able to stomach that he might be able to stomach that more now because it's not actually owned by him. He's just running yeah. the operation, so it's technically not his, yeah, it's not my bank account. Right. I'll write the right, check. Right, right. But I don't see him what that does is now create a fury in the UFC. I get it. Not justified. Not a justified fury, but just because Just because the fighters will be upset? Yeah. They're gonna go nuts over pay. But it's it's easier for him. Think about from a damage perspective. Okay, I'm going to go fight Pauli Malignaggi. Right. I could probably make fifteen, twenty million fighting Pauli Malignaggi. Yep. And will I knock Pauli Malignaggi out? Most likely. Yeah. I probably could. Maybe. At least knock him down and make him look a little silly. Well, that's the thing that worries me, though. If you are Connor. Mm-hmm. with the boxing. Let's say it's on the level, Tommy Guns. Play with me here for a second. I'll play with you. Okay, let's say it is on the level. If my biggest issue is my gas tank, mm-hmm. what happens if I run out of energy and I lose to Pauli Malignaggi? Because it's one thing to lose to Floyd Mayweather. True. One of the best fighters of all time, best fighter of this era, goes to 50-0, 15-0 versus 0-0. It's one thing to lose to him. It's another to get stopped by a retired fighter who is, you know, 
kind of a journeyman. Like, I know everybody likes to throw out with Paulie, oh, two-time world champion and respectable Iman Aji. Whatever. Good, good boxing mind, but for the <laughs> most part, Paulie's biggest fights, a lot of the times, he came up short. Or Paulie was looked upon as a stepping stone. Like, he's not, he, he's become bigger in the lead-up to this fight, and his resume has become something that it's not in the lead-up to this fight. Losing to him in boxing is, I think, a different kind of blow, especially if you were to get stopped by him. And if your gas tank's an issue, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that if he's not able to put uh, Polly out, if he's not able to stop him, I just think it's a. I think it could be a really bad look, even if you are making an extra twenty million. That's when you throw the drop kick. Oh, okay. Well, you'll have more leverage, so you can't have those uh, those lawsuits. I think put in there, right? Right, because you're you're the high you're the big side of that fight with Molinaji. Yes. You dictate. Yep. No, I'm not giving you ninety percent of the purse if I just happen to snap and hit you with a kick. But here's here's what I think. I think to the question of all right, will the UFC do it? I think they have to. Do what? I think it's I pay think him? pay him. I, I think it's so necessary to make sure that this boxing itch is out of his system. And that there's going to be no, you know, Connor's going to challenge the Ali Act. Connor's going to take us to court. Connor's going to, you know, he called himself a free agent after the fight. Dame didn't like that. Well, just make it so worth his while. Like it's not even a thing. You know, it's. I know Connor likes to 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 play that up, but make it. You know, it is time to pay him. Like he is the biggest fight star on the planet because that's what and he they, is. And just just for clarification. He is getting paid the most of any of the UFC guys anyway. So yes. it's not like he's still making $500,000 a fight or $15,000 a fight, which is what he was making two years ago right. before, you know, but, but if the we, big push. If we look at it objectively, like, first of all, who is the UFC paying right now? I mean, who who's getting the monster paydays in that sport anyway? So it's not like you're you're going to be... I don't think anybody on the books is getting over a million. I don't think so. Maybe. I think the only person that got it was Diaz when he fought McGregor in the yes. rematch. He got a million on, Diaz, on paper. Diaz's coach came out this week, says he wants at least 20. Wants 20 to 30 for the trilogy fight. Million? Yes. Boy, he's smoking some good stuff. I know. But, hey. I want some of that that's the, stuff. Listen, listen if, let's, say he gets a, let's say he gets a quarter of that. Man. If he ends up, that's 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 shoot high. Hey, it shoot never hurts. Shot. Never hurts to ask. Never hurts to ask, right? But in between bong bong pools. But that's definitely the biggest fight the UFC can make right now. It is. I think if when Connor comes back, if he comes back and says, "Hey, I'm ready to go," New Year's Eve, this oh, it's a December December thirtieth, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. December thirtieth, Las Vegas. Diaz McGregor three trilogy, zombies everywhere. Yep, I mean that's the weekend to do it. Hooligans actually in the building. Yes, big fight. Now, and I think Connor would want that. I think you know he mentioned it after the fight that that's that's out there. I don't think, you know, if they do want to just pay Connor and go, I guess cheap on the other side. You know, Tony or Kevin, whoever ends up winning the one fifty five title. I guess that'll be a hey, you know you'll do over a million because it's Connor, but but if I'm Connor, do I want to even take that fight now? If 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 I'm Connor McGregor, now I'm protecting my value. Sure, I know I can beat Diaz. 
I know that I can beat him. And since I've fought fought in the ring. And you'll fight him lighter because it's for a title. And I've trained for this. And while I didn't necessarily go 12 rounds in boxing with great endurance, I can go five rounds mm-hmm. now with greater endurance. My chances are that I'm going to beat him even more convincingly. Right. Chances are. Mm-hmm. Especially if you I'm have... not. Why am I fighting ter- Tony Ferguson? So he could take me in the, take me down to the ground and put me in some sort of weird anaconda choke. Yeah, you know why? And then and then it looks like, okay, my values decreased. Right. And that's, no, I'm fighting guys. I'm calling the shots because I'm bringing the eyes. I'm fighting guys that I believe I can beat, or at least they're going to stand up with me and not try to take me to the ground because that's his pure weakness. So who's on his level right now? Like if you're going to say UFC fights that are out there for Connor, would you go? It's Nate Diaz one. Would it be GSP two? I mean, GSP's talked about wanting to fight him. GSP's, think got GSP's going to take him to the ground and dry hump him to death. Yeah, but at least it's GSP. At least you know that would be a monster. I think I would. I would actually say if it's if it's Connor GSP, you got Canada, you got Ireland. You got all that; those two fan bases. Well, that's a huge payday. It's a, that's huge, a huge fight payday. and a huge payday. And I, 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 I would. That's what it's all about these days. Yeah, huh? I would be interested. Of course, I would be interested in seeing it. And I don't blame the guys for wanting huge paydays because they're subjecting their lives. They're oh, subjecting either. their health. Why not get paid? The UFC is going to cut them when they have no value. Absolutely. So, I'd be interested in seeing the GSP fight. I'd, I'd like to see. Connor play patty cake off of off of GSP's face for a couple rounds. Well, wouldn't you think though, it, if you're the if you're the UFC or WME, whoever you know the the, the organization that bought them, if you bought this thing for four billion dollars and you got you got nobody right. I mean, hell, you thought you had John Jones finally on the damn rise, and he got popped again. You know, and, and there's just there's there's no Cialis. no. I, I wish it was Seattle. I wish we were dealing with Seattle this time. But that's what Again, he came I'm out so and said first, right? How does this happen, Tommy Guns? I don't get it. I really, really don't. Um, Seema had some very interesting logic. I would call it that in reference to how this happened because I'm perplexed. I really am. What do you think, Seema? It's not necessarily that I think. <laughs> It's not logic to provide an excuse or an out for him. I just think that we put a lot of responsibility on these individual fighters. Right. When they're relying on a camp of people. Mm-hmm. So they're they're relying on strength and conditioning coaches. They're relying on nutritionists that prepare their meals. These guys don't make their own food. These guys are whipping up their own shakes. Maybe at home they are. But they're being told, hey, you're going to follow this regimen, you're going to drink this, you're going to eat this, you're going right, right, to right. you know, s- stick this up your rectum and, and whatever the case may be. Wow. Yeah. We went there. Is what it is. But it's true. They're just, they're like the guy that's, he's on the conve- conveyor belt and he's going to this training and that training and it. he's just lined up and ready for the day. Now, Ultimately, it's his responsibility to ensure that what's going in his body is clean. But at the same time, he's relying on a team to do the right thing. Is it his 100% responsibility? You know, I don't know. Ultimately, he's got to serve 100% of the punishment. And it's not to say that he didn't do it on himself and he wasn't sticking himself with a needle. I don't know. I wasn't there. Neither was anyone else in the entire world. But. 
there are other dynamics involved in the situation that I think we need to be cognizant of before we become judge and jury and, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that I, was that was my point in it. Doesn't I'm not trying to make an excuse for John Jones because I'm sure there's some people listening right now saying, What the hell? Da, 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 you know, all that kind of crazy. Beep. I, the the only guy the only guy I really feel bad for in all this, it's not even really I feel bad for John because I mean, I think you just shake your head so much at John. Like, I don't know really what else you could say. Like, we're all like, we all obviously love how he fights. He's one of the best fighters of all time. I feel bad for Daniel Cormier, and I think the big reason for that is, what if Daniel Cormier gets a call from Dana White and says, "Hey, guess what? Uh, B B Sample came back. You're the champ again." And if you're Daniel Cormier, you're like, another asterisk. Gotta be kidding me he's like if you guys thought he was paper champion beforehand and he could get no damn credit now he got more credit than ever after having a hell of a fight against john jones and everybody was like yeah dc still you gotta respect man you know what it's not your fault that john jones got into hit and runs with pregnant ladies yeah but you're the champ again he's getting what no it's almost like would he want the championship because it's, well, he it's would clearly... be so frustrating yeah. for him because he's like the, everything this John Jones does comes back and falls on him. That stinks. It does. I I was really hoping. Did they do the second testing? It hasn't yet? come out yet. Uh, the B the B sample. Hasn't the B come sample. Out I'm, but I'm, most likely it's going to come he back. Had, he is, his his blood sample from Fight Night came back clean, but it doesn't test for what he popped for the Turnaball. It doesn't it doesn't test for that. So. And what's Turnaball? It's an anabolic steroid. It's uh, from what Chael Sonnen explains, and he's like the guru of it. It's like... Uh, because he's been on it so many he times. He said, I believe his quote was, if they caught him for that, they didn't catch the good stuff. That's what his his point of it was. Like, it's uh, it's like a, an extra add-on for it. But it's uh, it's an old, but he said it's an old-school steroid. It's not easy to get. It's some black market stuff. It's not even legal. So... The idea that they're going to go with Chinese Viagra pills this time is a tough sell as to what he popped for. So we'll see. We got a UFC pay-per-view coming up this weekend. We'll get into that next. It's Fighters Fury on AM790, The Ticket. Welcome back. Fighters Fury here on 790, The Ticket. Tobin Seaman, Tommy Guns here with you. Uh, some other news and notes before we get into UFC 215 coming up next week. Jose Aldo's coach says that he wants out of his UFC deal to go box. And Andre <laughs> Berto, Andre Berto, reverse, says he wants to join the UFC. You know Andre Berto's father fought at UFC 10? Yeah, well, I was going to say the, yes. the Berto family yeah. is big into MMA. The sister's into mixed martial arts. I th Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole yeah. family. That'd be cool. I'd be down for Andre Berto. Let's see. Let's see what he's got. The family affair. That'd be kind of cool. I always thought that you'd probably do better at MMA. Yeah? Yeah. Why that? Just because just of the, the facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> I like Andre Berto, man. Yeah. I thought he was going to be. I thought Andre Berto was going to be like the next big thing. Too. I did too. I really did. And his father, the training camp, the family, just one big push towards a great goal in MMA and doing great things. What was the. But he didn't do so good in boxing. What was the fight? that he had it was going to be was it was he going to fight Mosley and then the Haitian earthquake hit and then he and he can't he he dropped out of the fight to go help 
people in Haiti and I mean, but that was going it's to never be like, the same. It was that. yeah, it was going to be the next big stepping stone for his for his career. Yes, yeah, he, he just, just he couldn't do it. He had just beaten uh, Juan Urango for the title, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next fight, I think he was stepping up again. Yeah, yeah, I it think it might have been Moses. Shame, yes, crazy. Um, so that would be speaking of that. There was a recent hurricane. I think I, I mean uh, earthquake in Haiti. Really? Done yesterday? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So I thought some prayers go out to them as well. This as... has been a wild, wild month with uh, natural disasters. Yes, it has. Between Houston, I think there's fires in California this week. And... Montana. Unbelievable. So hopefully everybody uh, stays safe. Thoughts and prayers with everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I want to get you guys' thoughts on this before we move John on. John Jones, Brock Lesnar, WWE fight. Where do you want to see that? WrestleMania or sure. Royal Rumble? Let's... I think that's what he did. I think that's what he probably knew. He was calling out Brock Lesnar. He never specified in the cage, did he? I think he did. He said, see you in the cage? I think he said, if you cage want. Cage fight. I think he said, if you a want. A cage fight. Oh, you cage match? Cage, Hell in a cell? Cage match. WWE, Brock Lesnar, John Jones. I think both, Dave, both nice. This one, though. Nice and lubed up with all of that testosterone Pride coming style. through their pores. I think uh, Dana said the night that uh, they learned about the test that they, he was trying to put together Jones versus Stipe Miocic. I mean, John Jones for the heavyweight title. Wow. God, that would have been awesome. That would have been nice. You rat bastard, John. Ruining all our fun Wait, fights. Wait for sample B. <laughs> all right, I'll wait. All right, let's Dana, get to- make it disappear. Let's get to UFC 215 coming up this week in Edmonton. Fun card. Fun, fun card. Do you really? I know you want to jump into the this exciting Demetrius Mighty Mount Johnson card, mm-hmm. but do you think that Dana really cares about these guys being juiced up? Really um, cares? Not anymore. No, not anymore. But you know, I remember us having the shows. He wants the fights. I remember us having the shows. Remember when TRT was so rampant in the UFC? I mean, it was. Crazy, yeah. But that these guys were testing six to one, seven to one. Right, John right, right. wasn't six or seven to one in this fight with Cormier. He was probably one point two five to one. Well, it's interesting though. Now that the sale, because I thought the whole point of the USADA was to kind of clean the sport up for the sale. You know, to make it seem like oh, the UFC is not this wild west. They crazy get rid place. of them now. Sales over. I, I guess, unless they're trying to sell. They're screwing it up. I know, they're ruining our fun, man. Jeez. Um, anyway. Wow. Stop testing, guys. Let's get back to the... Let's you guys test their, that. Test you their wives. Wrong. We wanted to clean, and we Wait, were wrong. They should let them go in. They should go with the urine sample. They should let them go in with their wives. Their urine should the come... Wi- wives can fill the tube. Unless their urine comes back looking like Secret of the Ooze Ninja Turtle style. Wow. It should be, let's go. If it's, if, I am disassociating from you guys uh, today. Come on. They uh, should just test for pimples on the back, and that's it. Right. Those were fun times. Remember, uh, remember, uh, remember Vitor? V- v- poor Vitor. Vitor was like, now he's getting, uh, beat up every, every fight. It's like, oh man, you remember Vitor? Remember what he looked like? Remember? He looked like the Tasmanian devil Oh a few my God. Years remember ago. Vitor versus John Jones? Remember that Vitor yeah. Belfort? Woo! That was a, that was, was a great fight. Was Killing good all the good fights. Now they're all going to get, uh, once, once Vitor's gone. Killing yeah. is a good word with too much of that stuff. Yeah, that could really happen, be a reality. So we don't want that. We don't mean that. We all make choices. <laughs> wow. We all determine where we want to go in our careers. And 
risk. There's there's no reward without risk. So, no great reward without risk. Maybe just a little bit. Bring it like a little bit back. Just a little bit. Take the stairs. Forget the elevator. What does that mean? That means get there naturally. Oh. Slow and steady wins the race. That's oh, shut up. Come on. All right. What do you guys got for this fight? We got a uh, main card. You got Jeremy, Little Heathen Stevens, a.k.a. Who the F is that guy? Uh, against Gilbert, <laughs> M- Gilbert Melendez making a comeback. Wow. Really? Gilbert Melendez at featherweight, 145. Stevens has looked good lately. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go um, Melendez. Gilbert Melendez going down in weight. Uh, what do you got, Tommy Guns? Oh, come on. I want you to go first, Tobin. I'm going to go with Melendez. I'm going to go with Melendez to get this win. Well, then we know Tommy's picking Stevens. Yeah, I am. You're going Stevens? There I you am. go. Ear uh, Latifi. Right, you got to write it down. Tyson. <laughs> Man. Tyson Pedro. Light heavyweight, the vaunted light heavyweight division. Looking for uh looking for contenders. Looking for anybody to step up. It's got it's got no John Jones, it's got no Rumble Johnson. She's going with Pedro. You know how she got to that pick? How's that? Eeny, I don't know. I saw her going eeny meeny mighty mo. I don't know if that's how who she made got? the final pick, but who you got? I picked Latifi. Who you got, Tommy Guns? Pedro. I'm gonna go Pedro as well. Uh, welterweight, Neil Magny, Rafael Dos Anjos at welterweight. Moving up, second fight at welterweight. Won his debut in some Chinese fight that nobody saw. Who, Dos Anjos? <laughs> yeah, it was on Fight Pass. Who did Mag- Magny last beat? Let me find out. I'm drawing a blank on that one. For some reason, I feel like it's a... Lorenz Larkin that while ago? Oh, he beat Johnny Hendricks. Oh. He's also on this card, I think. And he lost to Lorenz Larkin. Isn't he? I don't know. Is Johnny Hendricks on this card? No, I don't see him. Uh, all right. Yeah, his last one was over Johnny Hendricks, who was getting beat by everybody. They need to the... put Johnny Hendricks. Hello. They need to put Johnny Hendricks like how they do youth football. Like he could be like... Um, you know, what is he, 33? He could be 33U, like unlimited weight, just, just him, based on age. Just open yeah. weight? Yeah, Because uh, he's never going to make weight. I I say uh, Dos Anjos. What do you got, Tommy Guns? Magni. I'm going Magni, too. Wow. I'm going Magni, too. That guy's tough, man. Uh, Amanda Nunes, Valentina Shevchenko. These two were supposed to fight in July. Oh, boy. Shevchenko had the sinus issue after cutting weight. And now they are back in the cage. Shyness issue? Shyness. Sinus. Shyness. It was oh, a sinus thing. Oh, sinus. Sinus. I thought she was weight. shy. I should. Had some kind of thing going okay. on. Man, that's a tough fight. That's right a tough there. fight. That's a tough one to pick. I'm, I'm going to go hometown. I'm going to go Nunez. Nunez. Just, just for the purposes of, of that. But I think it could go either way. Difficult fight. It'll be a test. That's for sure. What about you, Tommy Guns? I've got Nunez. Nunez. I'm going to go Shevchenko. Worries me that she's having weight Show cutting off. issues. It worries me. Who? Shevchenko? No, Nunez. That, uh, that Nunez has been having weight cutting issues. And I thought that Shevchenko was coming on strong in their first fight. Shevchenko was actually my first pick, but, you know. You can switch. Uh, she's going to do guess. that dance move in the in the cage. Of course. That's her, that's her signature. Uh, finally, does Mighty Mouse. He's going for the record of title defenses against Ray Borg, 24 years old. Ray Borg has missed weight twice. 
He has? He has. So that's just one thing to be... Well, Johnson should be excited that Nunez Shevchenko is on this card, because that's really why most people will be tuning in. Maybe. Not maybe. Maybe. Certainly. I don't know if it's... I don't, either, I don't think either one's going to be uh, bringing a lot of people to click buy on their pay-per-view rate, but... No, but if you're going to pick one, I'd rather see the... You'd see, no, that's a Nunez. good fight. The women's fight's a, a, an amazing fight. I think Johnson's going to win. Every time you pick... You, you, he's almost like Floyd. You know, you pick against him for what? You pick against him because you want to see him lose, not necessarily because you think he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. So I say Johnson will win again. He'll set the record, whatever that means, in the uh, most title offenses. What do you think about Tommy Guns? The mouse is mighty, so let's go for him. I agree. I think he's going to win this fight as well, get his record, and then I think he's going to move up. I think after that he's going to move up. I think he has to. I think he's ha- I think he's going Who's to. Who's left? To grown grown nobody. folks. Wait. There's nobody. There's left. no one. Uh, let's left. see who wants to fight uh, Pettis's brother. I think he wanted that fight originally. Who's actually, been, who's actually looks pretty good. He's that that guy's. Uh, has Sergio. he fought anybody of significance though, Sergio uh, Pettis? Please, let's see. Sergio Pettis. I think he's he's somewhat protected. He's uh his his last couple fights you've seen him. He's got trade secrets. John Moraga. Uh, Brandon Moreno was a good fight. That was, that was, those two, those two are fighting a really, uh, the, the two young guys, Brandon Moreno's a good fighter, but, um, but he's come on. He's got four straight wins. Everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.